Hello and welcome to the Business of Betting podcast. Today I'm joined by David and Mark from Wager. Guys, thank you very much for coming on. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Betfair Australia. No matter where you are in the world, if you're looking to find your edge in sports betting or racing, you'll need to visit the Betfair Hub. From analysis to betting psychology, it has everything that you need. Simply visit betfair.com.au slash hub. Today, I'm joined by David and Mark from Wager. Guys, thank you very much for coming on. Thank uh, you. Th- thank you for, yeah, for having us in your show. No, you're welcome. It's, it's very nice to talk to you. David, why don't you start? Why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and how it led you to, to Wager? Oh, right. Uh, I've always been, been fascinated about computing um, since I was probably very, very young, but uh, I en- ended up graduating as a as a doctor actually <laughs> sort of a, a, a decade ago but uh, always kept my fascination about com- computers and stumbled uh, on Bitcoin um, in sort of uh, late 2013 and uh, so at that time it was the it, it was the era of scam coins you know <laughs> coins yeah. were were popping up every single day. You had ninja launches, and but still, like like uh, exchange were listing them and delisting them. So I was thought, I was thinking like, what's the point of all of all this? So I, I felt that uh, we could create something that would uh, actually disrupt a a sector, you know, in 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 the real world, and and um, and gambling and sports betting seemed to be the uh, perfect sort of choice because it's always a third party in, in, involved, you know, so, and trust and so on and so, so forth. Yeah. So that's how I uh, got involved. I'll jump to Mark in a sec. Just, just a quick follow-up. Late 2013, Bitcoin is obviously a long time ago now. And then I believe Mt. Gox happened early 2014. So even in that period of time, in 2013, 2014, did you have optimism remaining around Bitcoin and, and maybe how... This industry might evolve. Um, uh, I actually read an article back at that time saying that uh, oh, Bitcoin is projected to to climb to hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that was that back 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 then. So, so that that just kept kept me and engaged, and I I sort of re- realized how valuable this tech technology was and. Um, and sort sort of missing out on buying shares in Google and 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 and, and Apple because I was probably too too young to buy shares at that time. Um, I, I thought, hey, this is an opportunity that uh, should not miss. Mark, what about you? What's your background, and and how did it lead you to this space? Yeah, so I I actually probably had a little bit of a different background. My background's in financial planning software, actually. So I kind of worked in the wealth management. Um, space for uh, most of my career Um, and it was around 2016 I started stumbling across the the Bitcoin world Uh, um, and so it was all brand new to me and 
uh, started looking at all the different coins that were going on and what was what were they actually doing. And I think it was about uh, it was mid 2017 that Wager ICO'd, and I had a read of their um, white paper. And actually, the business model for me just made total sense. Whereas for maybe a lot of the other coins, I couldn't quite see the business model. Um, so pretty much since then, I have followed Wager along um, just around how they're going and looking at that business model and as the betting volume's kind of increasing. And over the last, I guess, two years have been more involved with the project, having, I guess, understood it more and more. So to the point now where I, I, I'm helping them, I guess, on a a bit more of a regular basis so yeah my background wasn't really in the the computer space but more looking at it from an investment perspective i guess mark how do you describe it to your friends to your family to others that, that come across it and and ask you to to explain it to them who may not be experts in this field yeah so the way i explain it is just like it's it's very similar to any other sports book right but you just bet with instead of betting with your USD or AUD coin or whatever fiat currency that you have, you bet with the wager currency. So that comes with benefits and maybe to some people it comes with things that they don't like about it, like volatility, but there is a lot of benefits and we think that the, the, the benefits outweigh the negatives. And I mean, we'll probably get into that in more detail, but how I describe it is it's just a, a sports book that you can access anywhere across the world. Yeah, we'll, we'll get stuck into some of the, the commercial and business side a bit later on. David, tell me, as you went through 2013, 2014, all the way to now, tell us about the challenges for building this project out and, and what it took on your end. I think uh, the the main challenges was the technology itself. Um, I guess Bitcoin had to evolve as well. So that allowed us to have um, lots of strategies and new technological methods to to achieve what we wanted to do. Um, so we, we started to plan wager back in 2016. Um, there were lots of different models being drawn drawn out, um, and and even after after the fundraise. Um, we still had had to make adjustments to the to the road roadmap itself because um, trying to get ideas in, into code and um, just from from the user perspective, um, we had to change how we wanted to do things. So initially, we wanted to plan head to head first, and then um, launch betting against the blockchain. But then we had to swap that all over because of liquidity concerns. Um, yeah, that uh, you can actually see lots of pro- projects that do head-to-head actually face. Are you able to take something like this on yourself? What was involved? Do you have a, a team of developers and, and architects and these people behind the scenes working on it, or what was the what was the input from your perspective? Uh, well, from from my perspective, it was just uh, basically overseeing the plan and um, trying to trying to talk to the de- developers on uh, this is what I want, you know, is, is this possible? C- can you, can it, can it be actually be done? Um, or if not, what, what are the other alternatives? And, 
and and, and basically how to how to achieve uh, our goals. And it's uh, step by step because there's many many milestones, you know, uh, along the way. So it's a still still an ongoing process with regards to the development. We're adding more and more features. So in regards to the team, um, we've got uh, actually quite a reasonably sized team um, of, 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 of people that work on social media um, and then just trying to talk to betters. And we've, we've got a, a, a arts expert. Um, his, his name is Luigi. Um, so so we, we just sort, sort of cover multiple aspects of, uh, of betting, cryptocurrency, and so, so, sort of social media as well. Was there one major challenge that you saw as being the biggest throughout this process? Or maybe has there been one that has been the biggest challenge for you going from early stages all the way to, to getting a product ready to launch? Um, I, I guess the main cha- challenge is uh, just the, I would say, the, the complexity and uh, the time re- required to build and achieve uh, a, a milestone because it's not like a centralized site where you could potentially just build it overnight. You know, just white, just buy a white white label and edit it. It's 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 something that's never been done before. Um, I mean, there's lots of other cryptocurrency pro- projects out there, but uh, um, no one has sort of t- taken the approach as 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 wages. So it's really cutting edge tech technology. Um, so we, we don't really have a, a sort of a reference model to to follow, you know. So I guess that's that's the real the real ch- ch- challenge. Is some of it is a bit of a trial and error, you know. If you it, it doesn't work, you have to go back to the drawing board and sort of readjust things. Um, I guess the other the other ch- challenges would be to um, to to sort of uh, how how to attract more. Um, betters on 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 our network so to just to improve liquidity on the markets yeah mark i might switch to you tell us a little bit about the the business model behind wager and and, you know we've discussed it a little bit previously take us through some of the elements that stand out to you from that perspective and just why it's so unique and interesting to you the the way to uh, i guess look at wager in terms of the business model. So every every bookie has a similar process, right? It's to balance the books behind the scenes of they want to ensure that they have bets on both sides of the markets and basically they take a clip in the middle, which is usually a spread. So Wager does the same thing. Um, so they offer odds on both sides. People can bet into those odds and it's just a matter uh, a process of managing the the books on either side. Um, and we've still got that spread, but because we use uh, a cryptocurrency called Wager, what it means is that the, the book itself is not limited to the amount of bets that can take place, i.e. The, when you put a bet on Wager, there's no limits. You can bet as much as you want. You've just got to use the Wager coin. So what that means is that the book can accept uh, an unlimited amount of um, bets, but also what happens in those bets, we take a little fee or it's built, the fee itself is built into the um, odds. And then 
the wager coin is is burned. And so what happens over time is that there's more wager coins burned than minted, if that makes sense. And so over time, if you're if you're a losing better, you'll just lose your, your money, right? But if you're a winning better, what you're accumulating is a more scarce asset. And so as that scarce asset and the demand for betting continues, then it should put upward price pressure on the wager coin. So in effect, what we're doing is giving punters the house edge because we're putting price pressure on the wager coin. So as they accumulate those wager coins, they're benefiting not over from winning their bets, but also an increased price from those wager coins. Hopefully that makes sense. It is, it is quite difficult to um, explain without going through it quite slowly. Yeah, there's a lot there. Let's go back to the start. No limits. When you say the book can accept all limits, all bets, does that mean there needs to be someone on the other side, either the, uh, the other user, for example? So as you know, there's basically two types of betting. One is a betting exchange where the counterparty has to, you have to find the counterparty, which usually means that there's low liquidity. So like a, um, um, yeah, just a betting exchange. Augur is an example of one of those. Um, but in wages case, the, the blockchain acts as the bookie and they will accept an unlimited amount of bets because they can always pay it out because they're minting new currencies new wager coins okay and then and run us through if you start winning or, or you know if you lose the the coin is burnt and then it starts minting more when you win is that is that what you said yeah so basically if you're a loser um on wages so you place a bet and then you lose that bet that that wager is gone forever so it, it removes itself for the system if you win the the blockchain will mint you new coins so we're all we're ongoingly going to have coins that are burned and coins that are minted but over the long term because of that house edge we're going to burn more than what we mint so in a weird scenario if everyone started winning which obviously doesn't happen as we know uh, then that (laughs) would cause problems so you're relying on the inherent betting world where more people lose than win overall and because of that the leftover I guess wager that's minted will be worth more overall is that a fair statement yeah yeah exactly so if everyone wins then there's just going to be a massive supply of wager coins and then the business model doesn't really work but if we get the odds right then that won't happen we'll have over the long time as i said more burned than minted so uh, the other part about this is if you're a better that's uh i guess break even or you know you're a positive um, EV better wager will not cut you off so you can um, benefit from the fact that you can just continually bet into this system without anyone cutting off your account which I think for a lot of people is going to be a big, a big benefit when you go into detail on this with others uh, some people for example in the financial world or other people in the crypto world what is their feedback or response or typical answers to you can be a winning sports better. You can gamble limitless, and you can continue to do so because of this business model. Do they have any strong reactions for you? Yeah, I think I think most people don't um, go into the details of it, so they question it. Like I think that's quite natural 
for someone to go, well, if what happens if people just keep winning, right? But I, I think the, the people that we've talked to and um, definitely in the, the community that, you know, really get the industry, they understand that it's just the odds. So the odds will adjust to uh, whatever makes sense. So if one side is getting heavily hammered on, um, you know, the Lakers or whatever it might be, those odds will adjust down and, and there'll be a spread in the middle. So uh, at the end of the day, as long as the, the odds get adjusted, then it, it'll work itself out. You've just got to go into those details to understand how the business model works. David, tell me, you mentioned before about attracting more players to the to the platform. Tell us a little bit about your approach to that. Is there an easy way to bring sports bettors to your platform that you've found, given it is a rather complex environment generally and some people don't necessarily fully understand what it means straight away when we talk about cryptocurrencies and, and coins and sports betting together? Yeah, sure. I mean, in, in, in a nutshell, um, our first priority would, would be... Um, adding more and more um, attractive features on, on, onto the network itself. Um, for for example, we are adding parallels or what you call multi-bets on, onto the system right, right as we speak. Um, so that's a, another attractive way, uh, attractive uh, sort of feature that bettors want. And... and um, so as we do more and more of, of that, uh, we will also add a betting ex- exchange. So that's that, that's coming later on in this year. But more Im- importantly is um, doing lots of work on in- improving the user ex- experience um, because we have to turn some something complex and, uh, and, and into something simple that u- users can see um very clearly you know what's happening um so that's that that takes a lot of work as as well so um so i i guess once we once we do we do that then um my initial approach with uh, sort of letting people know so so i'm engaging with cryptocurrency groups as as well uh so they are prob- probably the the um the earlier adopters, I would say, or speculators, you know, to to sort of get in and, and buy the, the coin, um, but but also, which that's why uh, that's why we're doing this pod- podcast, you know, just to just to get betters to to who who are always looking for something new, um, just just to come on wager and, and try it out, you know. So it will it will still take some time for average users or average betters to 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 come in. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, um, people who, who, who buy wager will, will eventually also want to sell you know, and convert it to, 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 to cash so they can, they can buy whatever they want. So, uh, so it, it has to, it has to sort of slowly evolve to that stage. So the, the important thing is, uh, uh what we call li- li- liquidity on, on the exchanges where, where wager is listed. So we want to reach some some sort of a of of an equilibrium initially, you know, with the people buying and selling wager, and and hopefully eventually we'll have we'll have uh, more people buying than selling. So this will have to take some some time to to occur. Yeah, when you when you think about 
building it, uh, and I've played around with the app myself. It's it's very easy to use, and it, it looks pretty good at the moment, to be honest. But are you trying to make it look like other sports books people are used to, make it easy to use? Or are you looking to make it more sophisticated and have options like an exchange included? Or what's the general thought process? And I guess that links back to user acquisition as well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, we we want to make the user interface, you know, as close to to sort of sort of general sports books, you know. So it's it's, it's something that they're very fam, 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 familiar with, you know, and um, yeah, easy to to use. So that's that, that's that's the I aim, might, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Mark. I might just add in there, though, Jake. Um, one of one of the cool things about the project is that it's open source code. So whatever user interface that Wager creates, someone else can create their own skin over the top of Wager. Because it's open source, anyone can create a skin over the top of it that makes it um, more attractive to, I, I guess, a niche market or to them personally. So I, I think there's, you know, there's, there's so much opportunity in which way it goes in terms of how it looks and what the user experience is there because of its open source, which is, um, I guess, as far as I know, not the case in the traditional betting world. So tell us what an example might be, Mark, when you talk about someone can build their own skin on top. Would that be if someone, just to pick a random example, someone wanted to have a a similar platform for betting only on uh, the X Games they could create yep. an X Games version of what you're built and have that being the strong focus and target those people that are interested in, in skateboarding and BMX? Yeah, exactly. Or maybe like the simplest way to explain it is, so we kind of at the moment have an app that has red on the color scheme. If someone wanted blue for whatever reason, they could just recode that part and say, actually, I, I want all those buttons to be blue. So they can, they can change it to whatever they want. Mm-hmm. As long as long as the the they connect to the wager protocol to make the bet, they can they can make it look and feel how they want. Yeah, um, just just wanted to add on, on onto it, you know, because uh, it's it's how the wallet works is basically com- communicating to a a node on on the blockchain itself. A node is basically one of many thousands of uh, computers or servers that is interconnected to form the wager network. And, and basically, they, they can filter out uh, events that they don't want to have on their platform. And they can just have skate, skateboarding or XFL, you know, just the stuff that you want. Um, they could even, even start a business from this. They, they, could, they, could, they, they could add in fees you know, extra fees for for uh, their their users, or, or sort of customize it how they, they they want. David, does this type of project get more difficult as you go and more complex, or does it get easier as you build out more? I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure I know the answer to be honest. Yeah, 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 uh, absolutely. Um, so basically, the the most important re- reason of uh, I would say blockchain technology is. Is basically decentralization. So, so uh, take take away the trust on a on, on a single party for your project to, to work. Um, so eventually, we, we want um, uh, various odds 
providers, um, we, we want the, the users to sub submit odds to the net network as a collective, you know, and uh, the network itself will be able to sort of um, find a, a medium ground of uh, use, using what we call a, a, a consensus system. So just to, so, so it's essentially over, over time, um, decreasing the involvement of the wager team and sort of uh, in, increasing the, um, I mean, the autonomous nature you know, of the chain. Yeah, I think one way might be to word it is trying to make the betting protocol public infrastructure so that anyone can access it without the need to rely on any one person to maintain that infrastructure. Mark, from your perspective, what are what are the major challenges going to be for adoption? Is is it going to be the the deposit and withdrawal or the transfer of money process? Is it going to be does someone need to understand the business model behind it to benefit from it? Is it going to be, you know, the user interface? What are the major challenges or challenges that you see? Yeah, I, I think it happens in phases. So I think initially it's education. Like no one will adopt the the wager protocol unless they have some understanding of it or they just don't have access to betting at all, which for a lot of people that, that, that might be the, their use for it. But I think education is a big part of it. So we've, we've definitely got to work on helping to make the messaging easier for people to understand how it works. Um, and then the second part is making it, okay, once they decide to use it, making that onboarding process easier. So being able to go from whatever currency they might hold, whether that's a cryptocurrency or you know just a, the US dollar or whatever it might be, um, into the wager um, currency to make a bet and then actually on the way back out too. So once they win, um, being able to catch back out as well into their preferred currency. So I think they're, they're the kind of the two big things is education and then just onboarding and offboarding. David, what are you most excited about with this project at the moment? And maybe you've gone in different waves and ebbs and flows as you've gone through different phases. But right now, what's the most exciting thing for you? To, to me, the, the, the excitement has always been uh, development, making something new, you know. So every day is, is an exciting day <laughs> because there's always some, something new that we are developing. Uh, there's some, something, always some new ideas being, being thrown around, you know, and sort of trying to, to make things real. So every day, you know, every day, you know, you wake up and you, you think about new things. And, and I, I think uh, the the excitement it's it's gonna say it's gonna be hard to say the excitement will, will ever end because something like this you know it's it's a I would say it's a lifetime project because there's always some something new to to do it's not like uh, oh we are done it's 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 finished <laughs> and we walk away so yeah and I think the 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 dream and 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 realizing it uh, it's 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 been the the major thing, yeah. What about you, Mark? Is anything stands out from your perspective when it comes to this project that's most exciting? Yeah, I mean, a short term, I'm really looking forward to parlays. I think that'll be a lot of fun on the network. Um, but secondly, um, 
the what we're starting to see, there's a couple of people within the, the wager community that are building um, what we're calling chain games. Um, so a chain game, for example, is Lotto um, on the back of the wager network. So um, what it means is that people can leverage the, the, the wager blockchain and then create their own kind of businesses or games or whatever it is on the side of it. So all of that type of stuff just adds more utility to the network. So sports betting is the main focus, but um, just the way that the, the, the wager blockchain is designed, uh, it opens itself up to things like Lotto or um, Kino type games. So it, that's going to be exciting over the next couple of years, just watching people build out those things and trying to attract more and more users, which brings more liquidity, and I guess um, it helps the whole the model work. So, so all of this really works um, because it's just based on a very simple concept. Uh, we have developed a a really decentralized on-chain random number generator. So it's it's probably fair, it, and it uses the random nature of blockchain hashes that come out in each block. And, and just with that, that we, we can build out, um, you know, trans, trans games, uh, essentially. So Satoshi Dice comes to mind. Have you been keeping one half of one eye on, on some of the possibilities from other perspectives, or have you been solely focused on getting up and running with sports? The, the chain games nature of it is, is just one feature that, that uh, once we build it up, um, then other developers can create games. So it's, it's, it's something that we, we do not have to build ourselves because we have lots of in, interested parties who want to build different games like roulette, um, dice games, and, and they can put in the code that, um, so they will get a, a little cut of, of fees taken from any winning. So it just incentivizes um, external developers to get in, in, involved and uh, build sort of chain games on top of the network. And, and maybe it's just a good point to circle back then, is that why that stuff is so important, because how that um, works is that, like all of those games will have an inbuilt house edge, which burns more of those wager coins. So all of that functionality and utility that um, those games bring help drive the price of wager back up. And that that's also why it's exciting, particularly if you're a winning better, is that you, you not only benefit from a, uh, a betting site that allows you to um, not be cut off and actually win if you have an edge, but also benefit from the adoption and therefore the, the, the increase of a wager price over time if, if that betting demand continues. So success could mean limitless betting, and as you bet and win, hopefully, uh, the value of the the coin goes up. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah. So you're kind of you're kind of uh, providing value to uh, possibly investor, but also to users at the same time, which I think is very unique for a business model in this space. So last question for both of you. How can people try it? How should they try it? Is there any specific elements that you think that they should take a deeper look at when they're first trying out Wager? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, the first place to go is the website, wagerwith2rs.com. 
I think if you want to do the deep dive, there's a white paper on there and that will just lay out the, the business model and uh, the plans of Wager quite clearly. Um, you can download, we've got an Android iOS app as well as a desktop app, so you can download one of those. Um, and then probably the other thing that you might want to do is we've got a Telegram community there. So any questions that you have along the way, the community is always in there and helping asking questions and helping explain things to new people getting started. So that's probably the best way for, for people to kind of get up to speed quickly. David, do you what do you suggest when people try it out? Same sort of thing? Yeah, um, I, I guess the it's, it's the same way that uh, Mark just described, but uh, I would like them to also read the news page where we post lots of up updates. It's news.wager.com, but also um, connect to our Telegram com communities. The link is at the bottom of the website. Um, there we chat about all sorts of things, uh, even lots of uh, about sporting events as, as well. Um, so I, I think in, initially uh, we, we don't want people to to just you know use the app and not and not dis discuss and chat. We are op always open to suggestions and and in that channel we can offer help and uh, ass assistance for people ha having trouble because it's in in this sort of uh, in current stage. I, I wouldn't say. Wager is completely per perfect. There's going to be some te um, te technical issues that we are just trying to uh, improve, but uh, but but none of them is it's sort of non-solvable. Yeah, just needs a bit of help. Amazing! I'm very excited to follow along. Obviously, there's a there's a high upside and, and ceiling when it comes to the possibilities with this and then other projects in the space. So I'm I sincerely can say that I haven't heard anything like this in recent times or at all, really. And yeah, I hope it's a very it, different model, isn't it? Yeah, I really do hope it, it takes off and it, it gets tested and people uh, take a look, read the white paper, use it and, and provide feedback because ultimately that's what's going to grow, uh, you know, the, the betting world, the sports world and hopefully, you know, engagement with wagers. So I do wish you both the very best of luck. Awesome. Okay, thank you thank so much. You,